You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of Three Mall. All right, welcome in another Three Mall Pod. John Kurtz, joined by Cole Manbeck and uh, our player guest this week. Very happy to be joined by the man of the hour, man. DJ Giddens uh, racks up nearly 300 total yards in Saturday's win over UCF for K-State. Four touchdowns, 38 touches. Uh, incredible effort uh, for DJ in that one. But before we get to... Uh, asking DJ about what that was like in his K-State career. Uh, we have to give a shout-out to our friends, Cole, at uh, Riverbank Brewing in Council Grove. Yeah, John, Riverbank Brewing in Council Grove, they partnered with Wildcat NAL and 3 Mont to bring K-State football player on the pod each week. Uh, DJ is the fifth player we've had on to date, joining KT Leviston, Uso Sayamalo, Will Lee, and, and Cooper Beebe last week. We're incredibly grateful for Riverbank's collaboration, and we hope you get on out to Council Grove and support them as they're supporting K-State student-athletes. And that's only one of the many reasons to get out to Riverbank. As you've heard me say before, terrific craft beers brewed anyhow in-house, many of which are made with Kansas-grown barley and hops. And if you want to mix things up, you can get one of Riverbank's specialty cocktails, such as a fresh-squeezed lemonade with vodka, tequila, rum, or whiskey. Riverbank's got the perfect beer for you as well as the the, cold, the cool, crisp fall air starts to arrive soon. So maybe you could give the, uh, the pumpkin spice ale brewed with pumpkin, pumpkin spice, and fire-roasted hatch green chilies from Grove Gardens a try. And you can also check out the Peach Thrills, which is Riverbank's Thrills Hills Kolsch with added fresh peach. It's a nice, refreshing drink to have on the patio this week as uh, the weather's still in the upper 80s. It's a bye week for K-State football, so it's a perfect time to check out the brewery. Plus, you can still watch college football on one of their many TVs inside, as well as outside on their patio overlooking the Neosho River. Plus, there's going to be live music there Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. as they'll have a jazz combo on hand. Riverbank Brewing open Thursday through Saturday. Go enjoy craft beer in the beautiful Flint Hills. For more information, go to riverbankbrewing.com or go to facebook.com slash riverbankbrewing. Take advantage of the bye week, people. Take advantage of the bye week. Get out there and enjoy some college football on Saturday. All right, DJ, we really appreciate you taking the time to uh, to join us. I mentioned you you had 38 touches on Saturday, man. That's crazy. Uh, how how has your body recovered over the last couple of days? How, how are you feeling right now after that? Uh, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling decent right now. The first couple of days after the game, it was rough, but I got in with the trainers, and they they doing a good job getting me back healthy, getting me back right, and and they've been taking I've been taking advantage of all of it, so. It's been, been good. The, the crazy part to me was I made the comment as we were watching the end of the game. I was like, you you didn't look tired at all in the game. Like you've, It looked like you were running just as as strong as you were early on in the game. Like Were you feeling any of that fatigue as the game went on, or is it just comes on after the game is done? No, nah, most definitely. That second half, of course, in the game, I was most definitely feeling it. But, you know, like I said, the training, number time, with the coaches, our our strength staff, like it helped me not even it helped me not show it because you know we're not allowed to put our hands on the hips, everything is like that. So I was just training for it. You know? We we knew DJ that there was a chance Trayshawn Ward obviously wouldn't play. Chris Kleiman had said so at his press conference at uh, Tuesday of last week. But did you still going in expect that type of workload uh, Saturday against UCF? No, nah, I mean. I expected to get more, more to uh, workload, most definitely. 
I didn't I didn't really expect to get that much, but you know the coaches were telling me all week that they were trying to prepare me for it. So good thing they did because I was prepared for it. How, how well would you say you and Treshawn work together as kind of a two back set? I feel like yeah, we we work good together. I feel like we just got to get back in the get in the groove. You know, it's just the beginning of the season. So once we once we find that groove, man, I feel like we're gonna be it's gonna be good. Really you know, one thing I want to ask you about, you're, you're not just a weapon on the ground. You're a weapon in the pass game and had some great catches on, on Saturday as a, as a back, like how important is that to you? And where, where did you get the ability to be such a good pass catcher out of the backfield? Uh, I feel like it's important because if they just think you can't, you just going to run the ball there. It's kind of, it, it makes it harder for the team. So being able to go out and catch the ball. It's going off like it's going to be easier for other people as well. And I would just, you know, stand out to practice, catching jugs. Really, that's, that's all you got to do. The catch, there was one in particular over the middle where, like, you just got smacked right after you grabbed it. Can you, do you remember that one? Can you take me through what, what that play was like? Oh, definitely. I was just coming through that, coming through the middle. And ain't gonna lie, I didn't really see the dude coming from behind me. So when he threw the ball, I was just like, you know, if there's a reflex, just go get it. I didn't really think too much about it, just go get it. And yeah, I seen him coming from that from that side. And he good thing he didn't hit the ball, but you know, so I didn't even see him coming from the side. So I geared it before he hit me though. So DJ, I don't have to tell you this. Obviously a tradition of outstanding K State running backs in this program. Yet the two hundred and ninety three yards that you put up are the second most from scrimmage in the history of K-State football behind only Darren Sproles. What's kind of your reaction when you think about that? Uh, it feel, I mean, it feel good, but I still had a side, like, this was one good game, you know, I just got to keep on working, keep working, and have a great season in criminal time. Obviously, every time we talk to the guys on the team, they always tell us how you're kind of quiet, right? And every time I watch you do something great on the football field, either you score a touchdown or make a big play, you you just hand the ball to the official usually and, and head on over to the sideline. You're not much of a, a celebratory guy necessarily or a self-promotion guy. So what's this last week been like? Is uh, You've been in the headlines everywhere. You're the dope walker national running back of the week. Is it Has it been kind of crazy having all this attention on you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's crazy, but uh, I just got to tell myself not to too much focus on it and um, definitely not let it get to my head. Like, I'm not going to let none of that get to my head. So I've been trying to stay off, kind of stay off social media and don't don't be on social media all day and stuff like that. You know, going back to last year, I think one thing that gave K-State fans a lot of confidence, certainly me watching you, in, in what it was going to be like this year without Deuce Vaughn at running back was the performance that you had against Alabama in the in the Sugar Bowl. You went for over 100 total yards in that game. When you're playing against a, a team like that with the athletes that they have, like how much confidence did you personally take from that performance heading into this year? Yeah, I mean, that did give me a lot of being able to go out there against Alabama and make a couple plays and, and be able to, because it's really about just making a play and trusting that you can make another one. So I feel like being able to make a couple plays coming into this season, I came in with a lot more confidence, for sure. You still talk to, to Deuce? Have you guys chatted this year since the, the season began? Oh, yeah, most definitely. He came back up there a couple of times. 
we texted a couple times. Like we we most definitely chatting, and he telling me how how damn the experience and telling me to keep going, keep working, for real. So, yeah. Well, what's something you learned from playing behind Deuce for the couple years he was in the program with you, DJ? Uh, like I said, building a routine. He got like a he had a good routine that he stuck with the whole season. Uh, recovery. Um, just, just being humble for he's humble and stuff like that. That's what I picked up. Well, we're also going to have some fun here, DJ, during this pod. I got to ask you, though, because I just asked you about you're kind of a quiet guy on the on the football field. Have you ever talked trash to an opponent out there? Talking trash? No, I don't really too much talk trash for real. Like, I don't really be doing too much talking. They be more definitely talking for real, but I just <laughs> – Listen to it. I'm like, all right, bet. That's easy. <laughs> who's who's been the who's been the worst offender of that during your career? Like, what what team have you guys played that that was the most chatty? Uh, you know, I mean, they really are like they are everybody talking. You know what I'm saying? Everybody talking. So, yeah, it's not really one team, but it's more. There's been times like they'll tackle me and they'll they'll get talking crazy a couple times throughout the game. That's about it. Yeah. I got you. Well, we we've heard. I think it was Uso came on and told us that Austin Moore was like the biggest trash talker on the team. Is that? Uh, can you confirm or or deny that? Oh uh, no, I I didn't know that. So I okay, okay, interesting. I don't. I guess it, I feel like someone else. Did someone else back that up too, Cole? I feel like we heard that from two different places. Maybe Austin. We heard it from two different places, but we were also told Kobe Kobe uh, talks the most trash to Billy. Yeah. Really told us that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I might be able to see that cool. <laughs> we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash blue wire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, how, how good was the offensive line on Saturday, DJ? Uh, it was super good. It was great. You know what I'm saying? I had a, it was a lot of open holes, so I got to thank the old line, if anything, for me. Uh, I'm curious, because you had, going into the UCF game, the most touches you had in a game in your career to date was 15. And obviously, we just talked about you had 38 in this game. Does it does it help getting into a rhythm, being on the field that much, versus rotating in and out, series on, off? Does that help you as a running back, just consistently being on the football field and, and maybe getting more touches to kind of get a feel for the game and how the opponent is playing you and the offensive line's blocking? Yeah, yeah, that do help out being able to go out, go out there and uh, see how the defense reacting to different things or being able to, uh, when you're running the ball, to make a move in open space, see how they're reacting and stuff like that. But that helps even going to the sideline and, and people telling you, like, what they see, too, that, that help a lot, too. So, yeah, we get a lot of carries that do help. Did you did you have a, a back, like, growing up that you idolized in particular? Uh, yeah. Emmitt Smith. I'll probably say Emmitt Smith. I watched him a good amount. I didn't too much watch too much NFL growing up. I wasn't like no big on, on watching TV growing up, but Emmitt Smith was like my favorite running back. Okay, okay. Do you, do you have a favorite guy like right now that you're watching? Right now, I'll probably say a lot. It's a lot. I'm really taking tips off of everybody or you know what I'm saying, watching everybody game, so I can grow, but you know, I like Dallas Cowboys this so, time. You know what I'm saying? That's by watching Dallas Cowboys. Okay, well, hey, that that works out pretty well with Deuce there. You know, you can say Deuce Vaughn. <laughs> Deuce Vaughn can be your favorite. Uh, yeah, most definitely. Be, being from Junction City, I am curious about the local angle here, right? You're a local guy, Junction City, now playing at K-State. How, how much pride do you take in the fact that you are kind of repping for, for Junction City out there. Yeah, I tell you, it feels good being able to, to to go back home and see everybody and, and hear what they got to say and how thankful they is and do something for the community for real. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I help out with, as much as I can do knowing I'm up the road so I back and forth and do different things. So it's did uh did you ever have any reservations about staying that close to home, DJ, or or be anxious and maybe want to get out of state and get farther away, or, or is K State a program that you always kind of thought you you envisioned yourself playing at? Uh, no, nah, I ain't gonna. I ain't really, I ain't really had no idea where I was gonna go coming out of high school. 
I'll be trying to go somewhere though and do something. So whether it was in Kansas, Texas, Oklahoma, whatever I out there, you know, I just wanted to do something like that I school and I'd be figure out and I'd be nice with it with her. You mentioned that uh, you didn't watch a lot of TV growing up, but maybe for our listeners that don't know, what are some of your hobbies that you enjoy doing off the field? I'd, I'd probably say, like, I like to play basketball on my free time. You know, just hang out with my family. Fish, everybody know about the fish, so I have me fish. Yeah, where, where did that start? Like, how, how did you get into fishing? Nah, I've been fishing. I've been fishing since I was young. Since I was real young. You know, my dad used to take me out and go fishing and different things like that. So I've been in the fishing for a while now. What's uh what's what's the biggest catch? You know, I feel like every fisherman's got got that story, right? Your biggest catch. What's what's the best that you pulled out? My biggest catch. It was definitely a catfish. I pulled out like a catfish. It had to be around like it might have been around thirty pounds. Oof. Catfish, uh, Milford. Okay, Milford. Yeah. Well, it, for for our listeners out there that are into uh, fishing, you have any like an advice, like a nice nice tip for them to uh, to be able to pull out some thirty pound catfish? Uh, I tell you what, I do. All I do is I just you know you gotta find you a little good spot, ask around, see, see where they catch them at, and just go out there, fight with some some stag, chicken liver. You know what I'm saying? Anything just just cast out there and just wait. Really, that's all you can do. You know, some of chill. Okay, I like it. Well, next next nil deal needs to be. We just got to get get a camera out there with you. We can get you a little little fishing reality show or something. You got to get K State to hook you up with that. Yeah, we could we could worry so We could do that. Okay, yeah. okay. I like it. Well, DJ, we really appreciate you taking the time to join us, man. Congrats on all your success this year. Hope you rest up and, and enjoy the bye week, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next Friday, man. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. We really appreciate DJ Giddens joining us here on the pod, and we're going to leave you today with something a little bit different, some bonus content here, a teaser for what it is that we have coming out on our Patreon page. So you've heard us talk about this. It's patreon.com slash 3 For 5 bucks a month, you can get access to at least one extra bonus episode per week. Typically, it's been a little bit more than that. Uh, Brody's picks, you can get access to our Discord server, uh, which means you can message back and forth with us and get inside info that we posted, for instance, last week. Good week to be on there. But a lot of bonus content features you can get there at patreon.com slash 3 Derek and I taped about a 40-minute episode yesterday for our Patreon subscribers, uh, reacting to the Jerome Tang contract extension, basketball schedule drop, football press conference, and addressed a lot of things. Will this contract that Jerome Tang just signed keep him around long-term? Uh, how big of a threat is Louisville, which there has been some scuttlebutt about that already out there. And we even somehow got into the 2018 K-State football season and how wild the press conferences were and what it was like covering the team that year. So all of that included in this 40-minute episode. Here is a little preview of what that is like. And again, if you want the rest of it, if you want more bonus content, patreon.com slash 3 is the place to get it. All right, time for a Patreon pod. It is just Derek and I today, no Cole, but uh, we're going to take you through a lot of basketball. Uh, we got basketball popping, practice starting. Uh, we got a schedule release from the Big 12, and we've got a brand new contract for one Jerome Tang. Uh, that was expected for a long time, and it sounded like there was just 
I's being dotted, T's being crossed uh, there at the very end. No major hang-up here that the majority of this had been agreed on for a while, but here are the basics. Uh, Jerome Tang's salary bumps from $2.1 million to $3 million in base salary. That will increase by $100K each year. Uh, there are four different $200,000 retention bonuses as well after the 24, 25, 26, and 27 seasons. His contract goes all the way through 2930, uh, by the way. Number of bonuses here, he gets 200K for an Elite Eight, 400K for the Final Four, 600K for reaching the National Championship game, 50K for winning a Big 12 championship, uh, 25K for being Big 12 Coach of the Year, 50K for National Coach of the Year. Uh, the buyout, I know everyone's going to want to know about the buyout. I don't think we ever expected that it was going to be something that um, would be cost prohibitive for a big boy if and when they decide to try and come after him, but it is $6 million in the first year. It decreases by $1 million every year after that. So as far as the buyout goes, we, that's probably a separate uh, discussion topic that we can get to here in just a moment. But your your initial reaction, Derek, to what we saw from the, the contract numbers overall. I mean, even in a year, that base salary is basically three three point three million, right? Which I think gets them into basically the top four or five in the Big Twelve. So that it's a kind of a significant contract when looking at it from that standpoint, because it, you add in the one hundred thousand dollar bonus that he'll get after one year, the two hundred thousand dollar retention bonus, and it's three point three million um, in a hurry. To be quite honest, and and some of those bonuses like. The Elite Eight bonus is like 200000 Like, you did that in year one. So I was going to say, yeah, if you start totaling all that up from last year, you see would have would have made a lot. Although they did, I think it was three hundred fifty k. they gave him as a retention bonus for last year. That was a part of this, too. Okay. It was so, three, 350 or 450 I don't remember what, what that figure was specifically. So they did, they gave him a little bit more for last year, too. Yeah, just and just doing what he, if he does like next year, even a year from now, what he did in year one. Like his his contract comes pretty close to four million pretty quickly, so yeah. I think this is a contract where you're probably going to have to dole out a lot more money than what the base has if we think that they're going to continue to ascend as a program. And I have no reason not to believe that at this point. So, um, I guess the buyout would be the next layer to discuss. I think he's going to be loyal, but like, yeah, there's not anything that would have kept Louisville away. And if there's a program that, that makes a run at him, it probably will be Louisville because I don't think pain is going to be the answer there. Uh, you shut your mouth, D.Y. I think he's going to have a great year. I think he's going to be awesome. I think they're getting back to the tournament. Uh, everything's going to be great. Uh, we, we bring Louisville up because, I mean, that is like so truly Donovan on Twitter. All right, there is the teaser. So again, if you want more of that discussion, sign up for just 5 bucks a month to be a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash 3mop. Help support us here on the pod, plus get you a ton of bonus content like that right there during the bye week. If you want more, patreon.com slash 3mom. Thank you guys all for listening, and take care. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.